It's a sweet, sweet Friday. It is a sweet, sweet Friday. 6.22 is the time, and all the sweeter, actually, that Deb Hutton joins us on The Morning Brief, former senior advisor to two Ontario premiers. Happy Friday, Deb. Ah, oh, that's so nice, John. Well, Nobody I'm always happy says, to like, see you. sweet. There you go. <laughs> so, listen, Ontario's budget dropped yesterday, and I'll let you deal with whichever highlights you want to deal with. Uh, I keep coming back to, I'm a big fan of Andrew Coyne's. And as he points out, and this is not the first time because this is their fifth budget, if I'm not uh, wrong, um, they just keep on spending and spending and spending. And I'm not going to complain about it because I think a lot of the programs they spend money on are a good idea, but eventually we're going to run out of money. Well, I am going to complain about it. The Minister of Finance would know that (laughs) that would be my position. I mean, my God, John, we're at almost $205 billion. And here's my problem with it. We were at record spending because of COVID. And we all said, okay, that makes some sense. We'll just, people like me, hold our nose because it's short term. But then they've added more money. And I know if the minister were here, he'd say, but there's inflation because of where our inflation rates are at built into that. But I don't care. Because what is as a result of that is that the fourth largest expenditure in this budget is interest on the debt. We are spending more to service the debt, 14 plus billion dollars to service the debt than the government is spending on post-secondary education as an example. And that's wrong. Absolutely wrong. So when I hear people say they should have spent more, it makes me crazy. We need to get greater restraint than this budget had in it for me okay so you know we don't have to go program by program by program but what do you think is the lard in here well i think that what happens is we add programs and this is not unique to this government we add programs we add programs we add programs everybody nods their head and says that's a great idea that's a great idea but we never take a look at all the other programs that should be delivering some of those services so you know, you have this program and this program and this program and bits and pieces of them, for example, particularly in the area of social services or in supports in, in some of the areas like healthcare and, and education. You don't have to talk about cuts to health and education if you actually are saying, hey, we got 42 programs here designed to help people. Why not one program? Why not lower administrative costs and bundle things together? Like you really need to go in and clean house instead of just adding one piece of Lego on top of the other until you got a tower that's going to fall over. Do you ever think, this is more of a personal question, that you want to be back in the Premier's office so you can give him an, give him an earful as opposed <laughs> to being here on News Talk 1010? No, never. It's, you know what? It's a young person's game. And uh, I may be dating myself a little bit here, but, but the, amount i mean i have the greatest respect not only for the politicians but for the staff behind them because i people always talk about working 18 hour days you actually work 18 hour days and when i left we still had pagers and cell phones not you know not the same sort of level of of complete tethering to your job that happens now and and i felt i didn't have a life outside of it Now, I know that we kind of dealt with this question a few times this week, but now it's all the more real that Toronto is not getting any special money. Um, That's a pretty big deal. I mean, now Toronto's just got to figure it out. 
I'm not convinced that is the the final answer. Mm. Um, I, I think uh, it's it probably was a difficult discussion around the the cabinet table and and in the minister's uh, finance office, because we are in the middle of a by election, and while Jennifer McAlvey, uh, God bless her, is is acting as though she is in charge because she is and doing everything she should do if we had a full-time mayor. Uh, I, I'm sure that the provincial government did not want to do anything that rocked the boat or showed favor one way or another to any of the candidates. So I think when we have a new mayor at the end of June, there will be a different discussion that not only should be had, but will be had on the government's part provincially. Okay, well, that almost becomes an election issue, I guess. It depends on, you know, which candidate is the most convincing and in saying that they can shake money out of the provincial tree. Um, Okay, so another aspect of the budget is an expansion of the number of medications or disorders or whatever you want to say that Ontario pharmacists can give prescribing uh, or prescriptions for. I was saying just a few minutes ago, I'm kind of mixed on this because they have a financial interest in prescribing you something, even if you don't need it. Yeah, but, you know, my God bless my dad. He used to think that you shouldn't buy your uh, eyeglasses at the optometrist that did your your um, your test because they made money on selling you glasses and that somehow they were going to tell you you needed glasses if you didn't. That was always his theory. And so it's a little bit like that. I mean, either we trust our professionals and we have checks and balances in place or we don't. I like this. I really, really like this approach. Um, my kids are a little bit older now. But the number of times, for example, that I would have to trot a, a crying kid to the doctor because I was 110% sure that she had a, an ear infection and it was just unnecessary. It was unnecessary for the doctor. It was unnecessary for the kid. And I know it was unnecessary for me. So I like this. I mean, there's a, a limit to what types of ailments I think pharmacists can and should prescribe. But the more we can get out of the doctor's office safely into pharmacies, uh, the better it is. I, I'm also a fan. I mean, we brought in under the Harris government, the, um, uh, uh, what do you call them? The nurse practitioners. Right. So an expanded role for nurses. Again, another great idea. The more we can give to our other health professionals, be they um, physiotherapists or occupational therapists, pharmacists, nurse practitioners, the better for the system. All hands on deck for me. I will confess when it comes to Joe Biden's visit to Ottawa, I am uh, distracted by all the surface stuff, you know, the limousine, uh, the president arriving and going and, and delivering his speech in the Commons. But I'll let you give your perspective on the visit, which began last night. He touched down and then went for dinner with Justin and Sophie. He'll be in the house today. And amazing. Talk about eat and run. He has a state dinner tonight at 630 and he's on his plane at 930. Yeah, it's not a 24-hour visit. It's a 27-hour yeah. visit. Like, that's how they're measuring it. So, John, you have fallen into the trap they want you to fall in, that you are all excited to watch all of this stuff and be a little bit less concerned about what's actually happening at the table. Uh, there's some big stuff. I mean, we, it will be interesting to see. It sounds as though we've got some form of a deal around what we here call, you know, the rocks and road issue. Yeah. Uh, we shall see whether Canadians are on the uh, positive or negative end of that deal. Uh, but I, I hope that at least it, it gives some relief to our ability to say no to people that think it's just okay to waltz across um, the street and get all kinds of, of services here in, in the country. I mean, obviously, by American policies are problematic. It's not a new topic, and I'm not sure what will come out of it, but it is hugely important to us. And then there's the China mess. 
Uh, and I'm sure Biden wants to stay out of our issues and, and not uh, uh, delve into them. But obviously, there is a joint um, value to having that conversation about Chinese interference. Deb, thanks so much. Good to have you. Thanks, John. Have a great day.